You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Nowhere near cool is Pete Weatherburn, <laughs> the vet. I'm hot, Declan. I'm hot. I'm not cool. Yeah, yeah, hot and cool, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming in, Pete. Um, this weather is a bit of a nightmare for pets sometimes, it, too, isn't it? Well, people just need to be aware of their pets' needs in this weather. It's easy for us humans because we can choose to to cool ourselves down, to stand around in cool places, to wear less clothes, um, to drink more. We can choose to do all those things, whereas animals are at the best of their owners, so we have to give them the opportunity to, to do that. Now, obviously that means not leaving them in hot places. Uh, it means making sure they've always accessed somewhere cool and shady. It means making sure they've plenty of water to drink. And it also means if you've got a dog with a, with a very dense coat, then it's a good time to get them groomed to keep them even cooler. Right, and keep them out of the direct sun, the walking, do it in the evening, yeah, is it? Yeah, you've got, you've, you've listened to me often enough, haven't you, Declan? You've learned all this stuff over yeah. the years. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll do you out of a job soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a big one, is that exercising, um, if an animal's running around the place, then their muscles produce heat, and so if they do that in the full heat of the day, they'll get a double whammy, because they'll get heat being produced inside them, as well as heat being um, coming down from, from the sunshine and from the surrounding environment so they get no escape from the heat and they, they, they rapidly develop hyperthermia which can be fatal and sadly every year we see dogs dying of hyperthermia here in Bray. It happens because people make mistakes, people don't realise the significance of what they're doing and, um, and animals die as a result. So it's very, very Seriously, serious. Yeah. yeah, it is. I, th- I thought it was mostly to do with pets in cars or something like that. That still happens presumably, does it? It still happens occasionally. Pe- people underestimate the effect of an enclosed space like a car. Um, and so, for example, somebody might put their dog in the boot of a car for a, a journey they expect to take 15 minutes and then there's a bit of a traffic hold up of some kind ends up taking 45 minutes and when they get home the dog is in serious serious trouble so you know you, you really can't take any chances that's what it is people do things sometimes knowing there's a little bit of an issue but thinking they can get away with it and you have to realize that it's too big a risk and so you shouldn't do things if you think there's any to- any chance at all of, the, of there being a serious bad effect because you know it does happen happens all the time. Right, okay, so take mm. care of your dog, especially in this heat wave that we're supposed to have. Yeah. Now you were saying about a movie. Yeah, there's a, I, um, I was writing about this in the Brave People this week, there's a, um, a movie coming out, the new Disney movie is being launched next week, it's called Patrick, and it, you've probably seen the billboards around the place, and on buses and so on, it features a little dog, and the, the, the problem is the little dog is a pug, and, um, that's all very well. They're the most comical, cute, adorable little dogs. But the problem with them being featured in a movie like this is that the movie is likely to be a blockbuster, wildly popular, and as a result of that... Um, people will want them and they will be bred, and because they're actually bred to be uncomfortable, it's not fair. People, what will happen, what's likely to happen is the pups, pug pups will become even more popular than they are just now. That means there'll be a big demand for them. That means that people will be tempted to breed them even if they haven't got healthy specimens to breed from. And so what you'll end up then is with uh, um, an increased number of poorly bred pugs that have serious health problems. And the people getting these puppies may not be aware of the risk that they're getting into. Um, And the risk is that um, uh, if you've got a pug 
that has serious breathing problems. They sometimes need to have major surgery at the age of 6 or 12 months of age to widen their airways. And if that has to be done, that's going to cost you a pile of money. You know, you can be spending thousands of euro on this little dog. So, by all means, get yourself a pug if you really want one. But first of all, make sure you choose a pug that's been bred properly, where both parents have got really good breathing and have had the appropriate tests to confirm that. And number two, make sure that you do have the funding so if the dog does need to have expensive surgery, you can afford it. And that may mean that you've got the cash yourself or it may mean that you budget for pet insurance so that it's covered. But one way or another, you can't ignore that risk. You have to be ready for the worst. So you don't think it's a good idea that they should have highlighted this particular dog? I'd, I'd rather they hadn't had a pug in the movie. I'd rather they had a good old crossbred dog of some kind because I think they could have equally good um, you know equally good movie but without having the big impacts on on the popularity of a breed we've seen it before with breeds like Dalmatians um, after 101 Dalmatians with with St Bernard's after Beethoven and with Chihuahuas after Legally Blonde every time there's a, a, a dog that features in a movie Every time there's a dog of a particular breed, there's a wave afterwards of increased popularity of that breed. And pugs, uh, like other flat-faced dogs, they're already experiencing a wave of popularity. And the last thing we need is another wave of popularity on top of the first wave of popularity. And so, in fairness to Disney, they've been very good at listening to, to people like myself and a lot of animal welfare groups and vets and um, breeding clubs have lobbied Disney. And the result of that... They have actually added a, a welfare message to the credit section of the film, warning people about the, the, the issues that I've mentioned just now. Um, they've also produced a, a, a shareable video on the Disney UK YouTube channel, so so you can see that the video which explains about these issues in a bit more detail. And as well as that, they're not actually doing any merchandise of Patrick the Pug. Um, memorabilia and normally that's a big part of any movie yeah. they're not doing that for this one so that you know there's been some some positive um, aspects of this situation all right thank you very much indeed pete Thanks, for coming Declan. in thank that's you. pete weatherburn our vet if you want to have a chat with uh, pete yourself well the practice is in old connor avenue in bray and he has a website which is pete and lots of questions to be answered there and you can hear broadcasts uh, that he's made as well so pete thanks pete weatherburn